listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. Well, what's going on, FA Nation? Jonathan Pemba here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS podcast, recording here on Sunday evening for Monday's six-game main slate. Uh, James' slate was supposed to be bigger. We've had some postponements uh, already uh, on this slate. Pacers, Spurs banged out. But uh, the six games, there's actually some pretty solid matchups on here, uh, including our late-night hammer, the Wizards versus the Lakers. Uh, Going to be a high-scoring affair in that one, looking at a 226 game total already there. Uh, Lakers six and a half point favors, but Portland and Phoenix on there, 229. Uh, we have the Hornets and the Jazz, 228. Utah is giving 12 uh, in that game. Uh, Memphis, Dallas, uh, just looking at a five point spread. I don't have a total yet on that one. I'm not sure if you do. Um, and then Chicago and Houston, for me, uh, kicks off the slate. Also, no totals for that one either. Uh, but this slate starts at 8 o'clock, James, so uh, a late start for Monday. Definitely a late start for Monday. Definitely some intriguing matchups. And no, I do not have a total for Memphis-Dallas, nor Chicago-Houston. Yeah, both of those, no total. No total for Miami-OKC either. Uh, the Thunder are playing on Sunday, so they'll be on the second night of a back-to-back. I think they're the only team on a back-to-back, though. So uh, just the Thunder there. Uh, that you'll have to worry about. But, uh, James, six games, so we'll get right into it. Uh, we'll make this a quick one. I have FanDuel open, uh, working on getting DraftKings open. But on FanDuel, of course, uh, we got Luka Doncic over $11,000 at the point guard position here. 11-2, home against Memphis. Dame Lillard, who is just on fire right now, you know, looking like the Dame that had that, you know, crazy stretch last season of, like, 60-plus fantasy points for, like, a month, it seemed like. He's at 10-5 now, going up against Phoenix uh, as the top two price guys, over $10,000. Uh, and Russell Westbrook against the Lakers is at 9-4. Top three plays over on FanDuel. Uh, on a smaller slate like this, James, you know, Luka's at 11-2, Lillard's at 10-5, and LeBron's at 10-4. The only three players over 10K. Do you have to pay up for Luka, just kind of given his ceiling here on a smaller slate? Is he going to be rusty? We haven't seen him play in like a week. I feel like it's, it's been bit. forever. February fourteenth, the last time we saw him play. Um, yeah, probably against Memphis. Nice paced game. It's a big total. A cent- uh, it will be a big total. We don't we don't have that um, for you, but yeah, I I would go Luca. I don't love like I love what Lillard is doing, and I definitely think you can be contrarian and play him. Um, but it's a really tough matchup against Phoenix. I. I it's slow. Yep. Um, pace down for sure. Yeah, it's a big pace down spot, and Phoenix is the number one team against point guards. So um, you can play Lillard. I prefer Luka. Lillard is also 10-9 on DraftKings, so um, wow. no price discount there. Uh, Westbrook is over 10K on on DraftKings at 10-1, but it's oh, warranted. He gave, you, I mean, he gave you a Westbrook-like performance yep. against Portland. Three straight, uh, tri- three straight triple-doubles, so <laughs> like... It's hard not to price him over 10K, I think, if you're DraftKings. And it's, you know, yeah. it, the Lakers don't look the same without, shocker, Anthony Davis and Dennis Schroeder. So uh, I I do think all three of those guys are in play. I would probably rank them Luka, Westbrook, Dame. And you know what's funny? If Dame heard that, he'd probably go, he'd be like, <laughs> okay. going to go for 70. <laughs> another person down to me, going to go for 70. And that's seemingly <laughs> what happens because, again, not starting in the Ulster game, no coincidence, he takes 30 shots today after. So 
Um, you know, maybe you play that narrative if you're into that and you play Dame, but I do prefer Luca. I do prefer Westbrook. They're all elite. I'm not going to say like Dame's not elite, but I just prefer the other guys. Uh, the next tier down is actually uh, quite, quite interesting as well. John Wall and FanDuel is yep. $8,500 against Chicago. Uh, Oladipo is doubtful. Cousins is questionable. Uh, supposedly they're going to be releasing Cousins, but maybe they're not releasing Cousins. Will <laughs> they he's won't hurt. And they? He's hurt. And now he's they hurt. guaranteed his contract, but then are going to let him. I don't know what's going on there. But Wall, fantastic spot here against uh, Chicago. He's putting up some, you know, John Wall esque production lately when he's been uh, the only guy in town. Lamella Ball no showed the other night, got in some foul trouble. Tough match against Utah. Not really interested in him, but Chris Paul is somebody that you have been touting heavily now uh, for a little bit. I'm going to excuse the Memphis game. It was a blowout from the beginning. Still gave you 26 fantasy points in 22 minutes, but the run that he's been on, he's been your guy. And the price still really isn't moving on on FanDuel, at least. Only $7,500. Yeah, and 70 on DK is more than is cheap enough because... Again, and it's something we talked about the last podcast, and I think it was Friday's podcast, where Devin Booker was more expensive than Chris Paul, like he's been, and Chris Paul continues to just outproduce him, whether or not Devin Booker is scoring more actual points. I mean, yeah, I mean, dude, it's just, he's just in in a groove, and not to mention the cherry on top, he gets Portland, which has been the best matchup for point guards. Westbrook just triple-doubled against them. So, So, yeah, this is another spot. I'm going to go back to Chris Paul. I think um, any format you want. And I think for most of the year, it's been like, yeah, Chris Paul, fine for cash. Well, if he's going to give you a 56-point, like 56-point upside, you could play Chris Paul in whatever freaking format you want, and he can win you a tournament. So um, definitely want Chris Paul in any format. Uh, definitely love John Wall as well. It, you know, you don't. I know you were talking about like these elite spend ups. You don't have to spend up if you can get John Wall to give you fifty and Chris Paul give you forty five. I mean, just as good as Luca going for, you know, fifty five at his price. So right or sixty at his price, honestly. So um, you can afford to to not spend all the way up if you feel like you have a better grasp on a fair and balanced build and Wall and Paul pun and you know little rhyme there intended uh is a way to go yeah i mean listen the last four games that chris paul's played at least 30 minutes 50 44 47 55 fan points so i mean what's the dislike uh about that one uh for sure in the game against orlando only 28 minutes played in that one he had 36 fancy points so like he was well on his way had he played over 30 to give you another mid 40s 50 fantasy production there uh, tier after that, we see John Morant uh, again. He was on the opposite end of that blowout against Phoenix. I'll I'll give him a pass there. The three games prior, though, 42, 46, and 39 FanDuel points against the Pelicans, the Thunder, and the uh, Pistons. Dallas at times has not defended the basketball well at all. We we assume Memphis will be back to full fuller strength. Like I imagine, some of the guys that rested will be available to them here. But you know, we're getting sort of peak John Morant now. And he's at $7,200 on FanDuel. I don't know how much you read into, like, home and away splits, John, but he's been terrible away from home, only shooting 40% on the road. 
Um, averaging seven actual points less, averaging 10 fantasy points less, six minutes less. So I don't know what it is, if there is some something to that. Um, but considering he's similarly priced to Wall and Paul on DraftKings, I would rather yep. allocate my funds elsewhere. That's fair. Um, again, just more so uh, recent performance. I know he's a guy that you and I are super high on, you know, very, and very, like you very said, high on the, on a different slate, that price point yep. would be far more appealing. Um, is there any value, um, that, that maybe you're taking a look at, you know, Mike Conley returned the other night, um, against the Clippers played 25 minutes at 16 actual points in that game. Kendrick Nunn broke the slate, uh, 1% ownership. I had him at the, uh, on DraftKings on Saturday, 45 fantasy points. Um, he gets the Thunder in a really good matchup. They don't move his price ever. He's 5,600 again. Goran Dragic is never coming back, I don't think. So, like, <laughs> I don't know why uh, Kendrick Nunn just doesn't ever get moved above 6K on FanDuel. Um, but I, I think he's just in, in a great spot. Um, you know, does anybody else jump out to you? Do you like those two guys? Or, or where are you sitting? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about Conley, but I definitely like Kendrick Nunn for tournaments. I think the upside is apparent. You know, I mean, in a game they scored 96 actual points. He went for 27, and that just <laughs> shows you the the type of upside. And OKC is not a great defensive team, so I would go there. I think Kobe White is in a pretty good spot, $6,200. I know he burned you. You probably have some some fresh wounds, some fresh scars. Yeah, it wasn't from that. his fault. He just got hurt in the first half. He right. did what I thought he was going to do when he came back on the floor. Uh, you know, it was just it was just unfortunate timing there in that first half. Yeah, and, and it's a good matchup against Houston. So I would go back to the well there. Um, I I liked Theo Maldon for Sunday slate. The minutes have been there, and, and but the peripherals have been there. Just We just need the scoring to come with it. I think 4400 is a, a fairly good price tag. Um, but that's probably, like, we thought about Alex Caruso. wasn't wasn't a thing. Um yeah. I, I do want to get what position, and I assume he's small forward, but what position is Justice Winslow on Fandle? Because he has point guard eligibility on DraftKings. Uh, yeah, he is a small forward. Uh, he's thirty nine hundred dollars. Fourteen shots, John. Yeah, twenty one minutes. Twenty one minutes, nine points, seven boards. There, um, you bring up that Memphis play. I was going to ask you about Dante Melton. You know, if all those guys are are out, if Dylan Brooks is out again, Melton played twenty six minutes in that game. So Dylan Brooks is officially ruled out. Officially ruled out. So, yeah, I mean, Melton played 26 minutes. Um, Tyus, you know, is Melton more of the shooting guard and Tyus more of the backup point guard? Because Tyus only played 19 minutes in that game. Um, and even then, you know, against Detroit in 17 minutes, Melton gave you 24 FanDuel points. Still, he had four steals to aid in that. But uh, I know he was a guy that we kind of liked in that 20-ish minutes role earlier this year that we were kind of playing as a value guy. You know, if he's back in, into that realm, is, is he someone that you would consider as a value play? Yeah. Um, I, he did start a couple times at shooting guard last year. So that's not a from position that's, like, unfamiliar to him. So, yeah, I, I would probably take a stab at him. He's 5K on DraftKings. That's the only problem. Um, he's 41 on FanDuel. Like, that's, that's, that's a discrepancy that... You know, it's like kind of site specific on who you'd play. Like, I don't think I'd pay 5K for him, but 
I would play him at 41 for sure. Um, but then again, there's not like a lot of people below Kendrick Nunn at 5'7". There isn't really many options. So, um, yeah, I, I guess I would consider him. And then Maldon at 44 is, is piqued my interest a little bit. Zach Levine or Bradley Beal, they're priced the same on FanDuel at $9,800. Uh, man, um, probably Levine because I think, you know, you could see – I guess there's the potential to see LeBron guard Beal. Would he do that? Does he need to do that? Like, does he want to conserve all his energy for the offensive end? Definitely questions that we'll find out. Um, but I'll probably lean all-star snub Zach Levine um, here. Just, I mean, 38, 30, 37, 30, 26, 46, 35, 39. Last seven or last eight games actual points so i don't know if you guys heard that but once he scored under 30 actual points over that he's averaging what do we say 33 5 and 5 over the last like 10 or something like that yep yep it's a and it's 35 six and a half and four and a half uh over his last six shooting 54 50 87 those are the splits so um exactly arrived is if he doesn't make the All-Star game, he should just retire. Just call it. Just be like, yep, you guys you guys want me in the All-Star game? Kind of crazy what happens when you get a real coach in Chicago. In the, uh, yeah, it is. It is. It's... Shout out Jim Boylan. Thanks for all the all the fun we had the last couple of years. <laughs> um, you know, Mike Conley was limited. Donovan Mitchell, like, back-to-back <laughs> fantasy games. Uh, oh, it was against a beat-up Clippers team. Well, actually, that Clippers game, I think. Oh, they had everyone. So, yeah, they had everyone. Yeah. And now it's Charlotte. Now it's Charlotte. But this is like, I don't know, man. He's like, still 8,300. FanDuel hasn't, they, I think they just forgot to update him. They're just 8,300 for eight straight slates. <laughs> He's 87 on DraftKings, so definitely got the price bump, like the warranted price bump. I don't know. Probably would go to Booker. Probably go to Rozier. I know it's a tough matchup, but like, can we really ignore what Terry Rozier is doing? I don't think we can. Terry Rozier is $7,300 on FanDuel. John, you know what Boston could use right now? Uh, a a player mark? just like Terry Rozier. You ever, yeah. Have Funny you ever had someone like that? Rozier for point guard in Kemba Walker, who is not doing uh, what Terry Rozier <laughs> uh, is doing. All Terry wanted to do was start. We considered him a better bench player. Uh, now... Kemba Walker was also very good in Charlotte, so this is just probably uh, maybe a case of a of a good player on a bad team ish, maybe. But I mean, he was ice cold in the first half of that game and scored twenty fourth quarter points, yep. including the game winner. So, um, yeah, scary Terry man, it's real. If there was if there was like a one off from this game, it's probably Rosier for me. Like, yeah, like, you, like we've mentioned, we've mentioned a couple of Utah guys, and like, yeah, they're great, whatever. Twelve point spread, but I guess if you're gonna play Rozier, you probably bring it back with like a Mitchell or a Conley or a Gobert, yeah, something that uh, probably something. give it a reason to make Rozier worth it, right? Yep, yep, exactly. Um, SGA got a price decrease. He's seventy five hundred dollars on FanDuel. I don't know if there's any appeal to you there against Miami. Yeah, seventy five, not at eighty four on DraftKings, but at seventy five, sure. Back to, but ooh, 
I, we should check his minutes on back-to-backs because I, if I sure. recall earlier in the year, he, uh, I mean, last back-to-back he played 32. You know, you know who for, will be playing on the, is Al Horford. So Al Horford will not be playing, yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. So I think it's worth 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 watching the OKC news because maybe they rule some people out that we weren't expecting. And we get like that crap, all that Kenridge Williams and Justin Jackson crap. Worth worth monitoring yeah. um, the news tomorrow for OKC. Yeah, Tyler Hero is questionable too. I know we didn't we didn't go over injuries at the top, but uh, that would probably make the Kendrick Nunn play even a little bit more appealing. And maybe, just maybe, does Gabe Vincent become a, a, an option for you? I'd be interested what they do because they could, you know, the the versatile Jimmy Butler could just play whatever position. Iguodala has played like 20 to 25 minutes. It seems like his minutes have been on an upswing. Max Struss is like yeah, kind of in the rotation as well. Stress, yeah, yeah. Like so even even Harkless played freaking 13 minutes a couple games ago. I know he was a scratch. Um yeah. But like you know how Spolster's weird like that. Like he used to anytime there's an injury Derek Jones played 40 minutes. So Right. <laughs> um I I don't know maybe I think the Gabe Vincent thing would be contingent if like if Heroes I mean but he's I wouldn't even say starting because Hero doesn't even start anymore so he comes off the bench yeah I don't know he's been I, fantastic I, off the bench too yeah he's been no it's it's listen there's a reason why Spolstra is regarded the way he is you know like who would move Tyler Hero to a bench role other than Eric Spolstra but um I don't know I don't I don't know if Gibson if if I just combine his first and last uh, last name. Um, if Vincent really does it for me, I get it because he's free and we've seen like these great moments from Gabe Vincent, but that's a tough sell. Maybe if you're playing like 20, 30 lineups, you throw throw him in there if um sure if Hero sits, but not if you're single entering or something like that. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, I just mentioned him because I saw that Hero was right, uh, questionable. But I mean, like, there's other guys that I mean. Clarkson continues to produce on FanDuel. He's $5,800. Gary Trent, you know, I, I just like the stability that Gary Trent gives you. Even in, no matter what the matchup, lock him in for 25 to 30 fantasy points. He's $5,500. Even against Phoenix, I'm okay with them. Eric Gordon on FanDuel is only $5,300. Mm, I mean, I know that, oh, that's a miss. That's a miss. Yeah, that's a, that's a really, like, lock play, I think, for me. Um Again, you can play two shooting guards on Fanduel. What's his DraftKings price? Sixty-three, like which is still viable. Yeah, because there's no very within no, his range. Yep, with no Oladipo and possibly no Cousins, so definitely still viable. But fifty-three is a like you said, it's that's as close to a lock as you're gonna get. Yeah, cash game, GPP, you name it. I think Gordon's in a really great spot there. Uh, Grayson Allen's forty-seven hundred. He mentioned Dylan Brooks already ruled out. Allen had a rest game the other day, so I think he's going to be someone you're going to take a look at. Um, you know, KCP played 35 minutes. Any interest in him? We had some people uh, in our chat the other day, uh, you know, asking a lot about Wesley Matthews, KCP. Yeah, both of them. Both of them. They're in play. They're just they're, – because It's the Wizards, right? Like, mean, yep. And, John, it's like something we were kind of talking about prior to – 
you know, this whole, like, what are they going to do without Dennis Schroeder thing while he still quarantines? They don't need Caruso to play more than 20 minutes. And yes, he played 26 in Brooklyn, but I think they realize, like, he just doesn't provide enough what they need. So he only played 20 against Miami, and we see Matthews and Caruso play, or Matthews and KCP play all the minutes, which I think continues to happen because you have that LeBron guy who can, you know, do everything else. So um, KCP and Matthews, both under 4K, both. Well, they're both fine. They're not, not like priorities, but I think if you fall on KCP, and if you fall on like if you fall on a player at thirty nine hundred, or you fall on a player with thirty seven hundred, I think there's, uh, I don't think that's terrible. Uh, Desmond Bain, thirty seven hundred. Mm. It's only the second game this month that he didn't score at least ten points. So he was just, it was just a bad night for Memphis. You know they were I'm, blown out. So. I'm just like, I don't know what to make of the Memphis wings and like guards, and especially now that um, Justice Winslow's back. I have no true, yeah. true, true. It's a good. I point. have no idea what to make of this. Like John Morant, and then like everyone else could play 22 minutes. They could play literally like John Morant plays 35, and then every other like nine other guys play 20. Right. And it wouldn't shock Winslow me. Winslow can play one. It wouldn't shock time. me. Yeah, it just, it like would not shock me at all. Yeah. Uh, LeBron against the Wizards at 10 4, I think, will be yep. quite popular. Um, as it should. As it should. As it should, again. Uh, Jimmy Butler's at $9,200. I mean, um, again. John, we could just. I know he looked bad last game, or not bad, but we didn't get the triple Butler, triple, triple double Butler, but. Man, like, I feel like at this point, what's the difference between his production and LeBron's production other than the fact that we can just consistently save money on Butler? Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I think we've seen ceiling games out of Butler in the right matchup. Now, that's where I guess I I get a little hung up on maybe is the matchup against the Thunder. And I know the Thunder have been super scrappy against teams all season long, and every time we think they're going to get blown out, they, they don't. (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, but the Wizards, you know, the Lakers could score 150 points in that game. That is that is true. They could, so, uh, they could do that, that. that. That's like my slight, you know, edge to LeBron because of it. But right, for $1,200, Butler is giving you near triple-doubles on a night basis here. So, uh, And if Hero's out, you know, like I said, like an, a shooter's off the floor, uh, a rotational piece where Butler maybe we relied on a bit more than than usual, um, you know, I think that's going to be, you know, again, maybe you can even play them both. You know, like on FanDuel, you have that option. DraftKings, you could probably do that as well. What's, what's his butt, butler on DraftKings? Is he over 9K at least? Cause he's yeah, been he's under. 90, yeah, he's 92. Okay, because he had been under so uh, for, for a bit there, and that was uh, frustrating. Um, Hayward returned to Utah? Uh, I think it kind of fits into, like, the game – the game stack okay. that we were ta- like kind of mentioned when we talked about Rozier, mm-hmm. he's kind of been bad. Let's face it. Like, I wonder if he's, he's like finished... up still. Remember he got, he got like hurt a little bit. And... Yeah, and then he had he like there's been three of the last four games where he's only taken eleven shots, and I I think that has a lot to do with Rozier taking forty. Yeah, and I mean he's making thirty five of them. So, um, 
we can in a game stack. I don't think it's a priority, um, but I think we can. Are you buying into the uh, recent performances from Hachimura? I mean, I like Hachimura. The kid, the, the one thing that coming out of college was his ability to score offense. Like, his just offensive ability was always very polished. And we're getting steals, we're getting rebounds along with the points. Like, he scored double-digit points in 9 of 10. So, yeah, I think we can do that. And this Lakers defense is different than it was early in the year with no Anthony Davis. So, I think they're exploitable. And I'm fine with Hachimura. Still power forward only. On um, Actually, he's power forward center now. We've advanced to power forward center over on... Uh, he's a small Scotty. forward over on uh, fan. Yeah, he's been he's been a small forward for essentially all the entire season. Right. Which, you know, somebody has to figure out something because he's not these things. <laughs> no, right, right. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't think he's playing small ball center, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't I don't know about that. They one. have I'll... three centers in their rotation. They have Len Lopez and Mo and Mo Wagner, who are like two are playing a game while one sits. Right. Yeah. Like they're just it's like a it's like a just two of the three play. Like Hachimura is never playing center. Can you rank these four thousand dollar or mid four K small forwards on FanDuel for me? Garrett Temple, Derek Jones, Duncan Robinson. Garrett Temple, Duncan Robinson. Derek Jones. Um, They're forty six hundred and forty five hundred dollars each. So I like Duncan Robinson. Recent form has been it ten boards the other day. Yeah, re- recent form has been better. Um, the scoring has been better. So I like the matchup. Um, Derek Jones just has like thirty minutes is is awesome. And the scoring has been there too, and really just everything has been He's there. Five categories across the board. Um, little revenge narrative too. He's ex ex Phoenix Sun. Um, and, and then he Gar- won like, the dunk contest with them or something. Like yep, yep, yep. He he's won multiple dunk contests. Yeah. Now. Um, and then Garrett Temple gets Houston. Gets Houston and has put up. I mean, 20-plus fantasy points in five of six. So I actually think all three of them are viable. If I were to rank them, I mean, recent form, probably Derek Jones, Duncan Robinson, Garrett Temple. But, like, it's splitting hairs. It, it feels like it's splitting hairs. So um, how, how would you rank them? Um, I would probably go with the matchup for Temple against Houston first. Um at least, again, I'm looking on FanDuel, so, like, Temple's got two blocks in three straight games. You know, like, he's a bigger guard. and I mean, he's a small forward, but, like, he's a bigger, you know, wing player. 28-28-31 um, and three of the last four for fantasy points. I If Hero is out, I think Robinson's two for me. Yep, me too. Because uh, he's just going to take on that scoring, I think. Um, and probably a better play for DraftKings because you get the three-point bonus. Right. Agreed. And I put Jones last, not because I don't trust his ability to give you the other four categories, really, but the scoring floor is zero. So, like, you know, 
he doesn't take many shots right now. He's at least hitting those shots. Um, but I also look at his recent matchups, the Thunder, the Pelicans, the Wizards, like that's conducive to scoring. Yeah. Uh, and now he's in Phoenix. So that kind Fair. of worries me a little bit there. Um, you mentioned Justice Winslow earlier. Would you play Justice Winslow? I would play Justice Winslow if we found out that he was going to get, like, an increase in minutes, like 25 or so. I think that would be – he's 3,600 on DraftKings. Yeah, 39 on FanDuel. He's, I mean, that's pretty viable, too. Like, he's clearly looking to get his feet wet. I mean, he took 14 shots in 21 minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. So – um, yeah, if we, like, if we got word, like, 25 minutes, I'd, I would pull the trigger on, on, on Winslow. All right, uh, over at Power Forward here, um, uh, we have Bam on FanDuel. I know he's a center on DraftKings, uh, but Bam was going to get Isaiah Roby, basically, I assume, mm-hmm. uh, with Noel Horford or Darius Baz- Baisley, Basley, however you want to call it. Um, he's $8,900. He'll be a great cash game play. I have no problem there. Um, Porzingis is $7,800. And then Robert Covington. And, and I guess even the, these next two guys, Covington and Jay Sean Tate, seven k and $6,600. Like the price on those two guys have, have really skyrocketed. And I know Covington has warranted it. Three straight games over 40 fantasy points. Like Derek Jones, though, like it was the Thunder. It was the Pelicans. It was the Wizards. He has 14 blocks over those three games, which helps on FanDuel. Are you are you buying into these increased price tags on guys like Tate and Covington? Um, probably not. And Covington has Phoenix. It's just again, it's just not a great matchup for the Portland side of things. Um, Tate, I think, would be fine. I mean, the Bulls front court is tough. There could be no cousins. We could see Tate in like a, you know, small ball center role. I, I mean, know they PJ... said they want to play small. That's our whole right. reason for possibly getting rid of cousins. So. Right, and and Tucker is back. Yes, but you know they're gonna both be on the floor a lot together. So right now, if Cousins doesn't play, they don't really have a center. They have, um. Karuk's, I don't think they have anybody. Karuk's, he just sits on the bench and doesn't play. So, like, it's Tate and Tucker once again. Um, so, yeah, I would play Jay Sean Tate. I don't have real, like, real interest in Covington at 6,500. That's just, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, By kind of, I mean that's crazy. Right. If they do go small, Thad Young, I think, becomes interesting, you know, since when O'Connor's come back, Thad's yep. minutes have been down, but the production's still kind of been there. So, you know, take that for, for whatever it's worth. I think there's at least some uh, intrigue there. Kyle Kuzma is still $5,700 on FanDuel. Um, against the Wizards, I think he's going to be uber popular. Minutes have been there, 34 in back-to-back games now, 29, 27 FanDuel points. Uh, just great production out of him. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with Kuzma. Um, even at 60, what is it? 67 on DraftKings. I think that's, that's, it's, I mean, that's high, but I think again, given the matchup, you probably can pay it. Yeah. Like I probably would pivot elsewhere, but like you mentioned, matchup based, 
you know, I've been playing a lot of Jay Crowder. I would. I was going to say Crowder and a bounce back against Portland here. Yeah, I mean, they were up a hundred and fifty points in like four game in like four minutes in that game. So uh, tough for Crowder to get anything going, but he was great for four games prior. So I would definitely go back to the to the Crowder well here. Yep, I'm with you on that one. Uh, and then Isaiah Roby again likely going to start here with assuming Horford is out. Any interest in Roby? Oh, hell yeah. If he's starting, he's going to play whether it's a blowout or not. He's going to probably play 30 minutes if he can stay out of foul trouble. Yeah. Uh, center, Gobert gets Charlotte. We love attacking Charlotte. You mentioned running somebody back against Rozier. This is probably where you'd end up yep. going. He's a top price center. He had 12 points, 15 boards, and four blocks against Charlotte earlier this year. Is it a is it huge production there? No, but he did it in 26 minutes. So, like, if they are able to keep this in because Rosier is going nuclear, uh, you know, we saw Gobert go for 23 points and 20 boards the other day. So that is his upside. Um, if Clark is active, does that kill Valanciunas at all for you? Clark's active. Clark is active. Okay. Not on the injury report. Does Valanciunas against Dallas appeal? I mean, Dallas hasn't been great defensively against centers, but if the front court's healthier for Memphis, you know, does that limit Valanciunas at all? I think he'll play his 28, 29 minutes. I think that's just kind of the role that he's we're, we're settling into right now with, with Joe Bell. I think it's going to be 28, 29, 30 minutes, nothing more. And, uh, I mean, hey, we were asking for 30 minutes, right? Back yeah. in the day, we were... We're getting 22 to 25. We were asking for 30. So now that we're getting 30, I can't complain. So I would I would play him 7,200. I would also play Cantor at 7,000 against um, Phoenix. Phoenix, the one spot I would attack Phoenix is on their interior. So yeah, I would go Cantor's 6,900 on FanDuel. Not a bad spot. And Aiton on the flip side is 69. I know he's been... Yeah, he has been, been great. It's been a tough. It's been an up and down ride with DeAndre Ayton, but um, only twenty two minutes though against Memphis. So like, yep, you know, again, blowout and forty one and forty one and thirty two fantasy points in two games prior. So like, you know that 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 tier of Valanciunas, Cantor, Ayton is all very similar to me. Mm-hmm. We know Harrell like in a limited role against Wizards. <sighs> yeah, it just sucks that he just doesn't play. Yeah. You know, um, I, I guess this is probably where I'm going to go if I'm not playing Gobert. Wendell Carter is 5,400 mm-hmm. against Houston. Mm-hmm. 33 uh, Kelly, minutes. Kelly Olenek is 4,400 against OKC. You know, that, those are probably the spend downs we're looking at here. Yep, and Marcus Hall, probably. I know, I, I know he's not, like, as good as the other two guys. The but minutes, the minutes, at least are, the minutes are there, yeah. And 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 uh, look, I'll even throw Rollo in there. Rollo's played twenty six or more in three three or four, and he's coming off a double double with thirty four fantasy points. So okay, um, I, I don't hate the Rollo call. I think there's like probably like four guys there that we can consider. Yeah, but... at least on, at least on DraftKings, there's a bunch of options. Like Fandle, you're you're really you're really pinned in here. Um, Wendell Carter. I mean, Wendell Carter is the play. I think Let's, Carter's the play. They're they're gonna start a six four PJ Tucker at center, and then a six five Jay Sean Tate at power forward. So I, I love that we got thirty three minutes out of no, yep. uh, yeah, out of Carter on uh, Saturday. Like that's, that's the that's, kicker right there. Yep, yep, that's that's the kicker. Get it the minutes, his third game back. Forget it. That that's the uh, that's the money maker right there. Yep. 
And he's only 5,400 on Fandle. What's the DraftKings price? 53. Beautiful. Perfect. Lock it in. Uh, great GPP upside play. There's blocks. Pray to God that Isaiah Roby doesn't somehow get him in foul <laughs> trouble. And uh, we'll be good to go. Uh, James, six-game slate. I'm on the playbook for tomorrow. Uh, we'll have the live no no live stream. No live stream tomorrow. Uh, due to other obligations for the FSGA ba- baseball draft, baseball season somehow already here. Uh, we will not have a live stream, but that just means more time for us in chat with you, re- leading right up to an eight o'clock roster lock. Crazy. Uh, but for James and myself here, we will catch you guys next time. Thank <laughs> you.